How's your day been, Indy? Boiling hot, sweaty, hot and sweaty. Hot and sweaty. I've got the fan on me. The windows are open. I'm wearing a top. And congratulations on your amazing role. Yeah. Thanks. I know. Posted it. It's a bit like oh god. Love on posts. You know, I don't like those look at me moments, so it's lovely, it's nice. It's just a little bit like, don't look at me, please, just look over there. Says the woman on camera, only wearing a top. <laughs> yeah, but nobody sees that. Besides, you literally can just see my shoulders and up. You're already showing more skin than we've ever seen with just and the that, shoulders out. That says something about how I dress. <laughs> Good job, Indy. <laughs> just dying. <coughs> Oh, I've got terrible hay fever, I'm sorry, I coughed around. Give up dairy. Drugs, drugs around, it's No, no, give up dairy. Abstain, you'll be fine. Uh, hay fever will go. Dairy's good for you. Helps to get yeah. the saturated fat out of your body, calcium. Well, you can also get that from other sources and other vitamins. You don't need to have it from cow's milk. I mean, I could say something, but I'm not going to say it. What is it? Come on, say no. it. <laughs> I'm not calling you a cow. If anything, with that top on, you look like a zebra or a well, pedestrian no, crossing. It's blue and white. That's John, not blue and white. It's blue. It's navy blue. You need, you need a better camera. It's one of those optical illusions. Yeah, it's really black and gold. So yeah, this cancer show was good. I don't remember either of you leaving. I don't remember a conversation that I had with somebody at six o'clock. Oh, 6 p.m. I thought you were talking about 6 a.m. I was like, you're still going at 6 a.m. Who's floor? Oh no, I, I can't. I can't hear. It's like, you're not, you, you break, you get. Whose back. floor did you crash <laughs> on, Ryan? Where were you? How many minutes late for your train, were you? The last train Two. home. Two. <laughs> did you run? No, because when I looked at the times about midday or something, I had it in my head that it was at 20 past midnight the last train was. And so I was strolling quite calmly up to the station, walked in, looked up, oh, there's nothing on the board. Oh, there's, there's no one on the platform. Hmm, I'll just check the app. Oh, fuck. should have just been. I left at 10.30. Did you say goodbye? Yes, to everyone. John, I was in a very okay state until you force-fed me shots. Do you remember that? No. You grabbed my mouth so it was open and you poured a shot into I did my not mouth. do that. You did that. You went, ah, oh, shut up, Ryan, and you just poured a shot in my mouth. So much for being really sensible. <laughs> Good job that we did there, taking care of one another. Who would have thought that I was a sensible one out of us three? Me. Okay, let's go. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Digitals in a Cruel World podcast. This time we have an app news update for you all. As always, it's been a busy couple of weeks in the space and we've got some updates and some interesting things from Digital Accountancy Show that we're all at. So over to Ryan, tell me about how you felt Digital Accountancy Show went. You did a couple of panels and were pretty active that day. Yeah, it was really good. I had a great buzz. We've talked about on the show before how Accountex felt like it'd come back with a bang. Everyone was really up for conferences again and Digital County Show was built on that. It was intense. Different experience for me doing a couple of talks and moving around and getting involved in that. But no, I really enjoyed it. And it was a, a very long day as went quite heavily into the evening. Fabulous. And Indy, with her new exciting promotion that's been plastered all over LinkedIn the last couple of days, Tell me how you're going now that you've got this mega international jet set lifestyle. 
you're off to Spain tomorrow. How was Digital Accountancy Show for you? I think you managed to trump Ryan with the number of sessions that you did as well. I did. I did three sessions on the day and it was really intense. It was quite good fun. And I'm glad to say that each of the sessions had a good amount of conversation flowing or questions asked and things happening and going on. So it was a very eventful day. Oh, sure. Tell us about your exciting new role. Tell us about your role. All right. Okay. Thank you. Chief of Staff, Arex, really excited. And to be honest, it's not anything that I haven't been working on already, but it's a formal announcement. So super excited. And hopefully Arex continues to go from strength to strength, which is why we did the Ecosystem Partnership Summit at Digital Accountancy. And that was working with a lot of the different software platforms as well. So exciting times ahead. Thanks, John. Thanks for asking, John. Good. Exciting times. Well, should we crack on with the news? Let's find out what's been going on. Cool. Well, I've got something. So Lightyear, the Accounts Payable platform, has integrated into Sage Intact. We've talked about Sage Intact before. They're a relatively new entrant over to the UK. They've been quite big over in the US. Large-scale cloud-based, cloud-native platform that Sage purchased not too long ago. And Lightyear, we've talked about endlessly one of the most advanced accounts payable platforms out there not cheap but does pretty much everything you can imagine and they've built directly into sage intact pushing across all the line item details uh, into a bill that sits directly in sage intact so lightyear is a good fit for those higher end platforms it makes complete sense to build it into sage intact awesome it's great news is how there's another great tie-up from lightyear in that mid-sized erp space as well so on erp solutions Aquila announced an open banking integration powered by Plaid. So Plaid, one of the biggest open banking platforms in the world. And effectively what this is going to enable Aquila users to do is that they will have the ability to access their bank account statements directly in the application. So to you and I, anyone that's familiar with Xero, QuickBooks, et cetera, that sounds like a bank feed. And it will be really interesting to see how they then open up that integration in the future to enable maybe payments and access to finance and things as that that drives through. Because that's clearly the direction of travel that we're seeing with products and definitely something that really works in the ERP space. Yeah, were you done much with a a Kia or a Kila before, John? (laughs) I haven't done a huge amount, to be honest. I mean, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of the name. Seen the product a couple of times clearly sort of up against some some pretty hefty competition with the likes of, you know, Xledger and Accounts IQ and iPlicit that are out there all fishing in the same barrel. And we talked about the ERP space before. It's quite evenly spread uh, in terms of there's no real standout product above the others, I don't think. How about you? Yeah, it's not one I've worked with. Maybe because they're only building that open banking platform area now that maybe they're slightly behind the systems we generally look at. But yeah, sounds interesting. One I have to check out. So moving across into more generic systems that we all know and love, Zero QuickBooks Online, Sage, Free Agent, the big four over in the UK and that small business space. Just some insights into net promoter scores. So Zero's net promoter score has been going down recently. People have been getting frustrated in the fact that there have been bugs in the system. I mean, it's still at a positive level at plus 19, but has halved since a year ago. So it's had a significant fall. Similarly, QuickBooks Online has had a similar fall. It's still positive, plus four, but not as good as it was back in 2021. But Sage is clawing things back. Sage is at a minus five level, so still not as good as the other two, but is on the up. It's moved in a positive direction by 8%. 
there's been a lot of change in the marketplace. Obviously, free agents on that lower side, but has a big market share in that area. Zero's probably the, got the biggest market share in the UK now regarding active users. But there are rumours there may be a fifth player coming over into the space soon. Bright Group, that own BrightPay and have now recently acquired accountancy manager, own surf accounts. And there are rumours that they're going to bring surf accounts over to the UK. Now, I've not done anything really with surf because there's no UK presence. I've not heard much about it. I've heard the name before, but I don't know how big or how complex that system is. So it's something I'm going to check out, especially if they're rumoring to come over. Awesome. So MasterCard launched their pay by links feature at Money 2020 in Europe a couple of weeks ago. For anyone who isn't aware of what Money 2020 is, it's a little bit like AccountX, I suppose. It's like one of the biggest conferences talking about payment technology and solutions. And so some of our favorite apps like Comma and Cresco and a few others were over there. They were showing their face in there. So the pay-by-link solution that MasterCard have launched is powered by uh, another open banking platform, one that I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, it's spelled A-I-I-A, A-I-A. Maybe, who knows? And basically allows businesses to send customers a link in the way that we're probably familiar with for anyone that's using open banking payments to then collect money directly from them straight to a bank account. The new features are live and out there and AIR has integrations with quite a few of the Nordic accounting products. So it's definitely got a bit of a focus probably in Northern Europe at the moment. Not quite clear how that's going to be utilized here in the UK and how that will integrate with other products that we're more familiar with, but definitely one to look out for. And again, shows the direction of travel because we had Visa that bought Tink a little while ago and now MasterCard are getting in on the action as well. More movement in that payment space. And linked to that, I've got some news regarding Iris. So we talked about Iris releasing Iris Elements at Cantex. They have now released Iris Pay, which integrates directly into Cashflow. Now, you'll be familiar with SagePay and obviously you've got Stripe, et cetera, that Zero partnered directly with. Iris Pay is a similar style. So you'll have three utilizations for Iris Pay. You can request a payment using a link. So send a link directly out to generate a payment, which creates transactions. Inside Cashflow, you'll be able to add a pay now button to invoices and you can link into multiple different payment methods, such as Apple Pay, direct debit or credit card payments, or even bank transfers linked via the Iris Pay system. Very interesting. And keeping on the banking theme that we seem to have got ourselves into at the moment, Cash Plus Bank, which is one of those new challenger banks here in the UK, has also launched a digital health check and wellness tool powered by MasterCard. And it's aimed at SMEs. The way that it works is you've got a a questionnaire which is designed for businesses to complete and helps them to understand what opportunities there are around digital processes and digital implementation. So quite interesting to see that a bank like Cash Plus have gone down this direction. Going to also be interesting to see what the results of that are in the digitalization of your finance function, how that's going to work for people like myself and Ryan. Really fascinating. And it's part of an ongoing education journey that a lot of businesses are going on at the moment in terms of understanding how to streamline their processes. From my experience, Cash Plus Bank were one of the better banks during the last couple of years with COVID in terms of still opening accounts and engaging with businesses quite proactively. So good to see they're continuing that as we come out of the pandemic. So a little bit of news from HMRC. I've got something on them that HMRC has taken the handbrakes off its MTD, it's a pilot, and 
it's allowing more people to participate in the pilot scheme. So from July 2022, taxpayers with the following income types will be able to join the MTD for income tax and self-assessment pilot scheme. So there's uh, self-employed, those with UK property, gift aid, pay-as-you-earn income earners, including employment income and occupational pensions, UK interest and UK dividends. They stated they'll be testing the first quarterly submissions for taxpayers already in the scheme from the 6th of July, after which time they'll open it up more widely to those with the income types we just listed. Cool. Yeah, there still only appears to be three listed software on the pilot at the moment. There's 18 listed in development. So we've only three well, three pieces of software that people can push this through, expanding the different areas still significantly limits what can be tested. The HMRC are going to have to do a lot more and a lot more quickly to, to roll this out. But pivoting away from HMRC, we have a new financial dashboard tool for free agent that's been launched called Volta. Now, if anyone has used something like Xenon Connect that plugs into Zero or a tool called Nine Spokes that we talked about before. They're not a customizable dashboard similar to what you can do with the likes of Futurely or Power BI to a great extent. These are quite regimented, but they provide certain insights that you wouldn't normally get from your finance system. So you're getting things such as dividends available, available funds, estimated corporation tax, salary that you could be putting through, director's loan balances and whether they're overdue or not, NI slash POA that's due, and expenses available and bank balances. So there's certain stuff that will appear. It looks quite visually nice. From what I can tell, pretty cheap. So it's something you could roll out on bulk to a lot of clients if you're on free agent. Sounds like a great update from free agent and it'd be nice to see that in the future. Right, what have I got? Oh, <laughs> more Lightyear stuff. <laughs> Sorry. So Lightyear have recently announced a whole heap of updates and improvements to their product. So as people will probably know, it's it's quickly becoming one of our favorite OCR products in the market. Certainly the most complex in terms of being able to deal with lots of interesting things. And amongst the updates that they've announced, they've done a whole heap of work on the background of their API to improve the platform there so that they can get better, more deeper integrations with the likes of Zero and the ERP solutions that they're working with. They've also switched on their auto-publishing feature. So for people who are used to using Dext or auto-entry, you'll probably be familiar with that. This is a, a similar replication of that. It means that you can all get supplier bills scanned in all the way through the process and sent straight into your account solution automatically if you switch that on. So good to see that they've closed the gap there. There's a whole heap of other bulk actions that have been enabled in terms of being able to delete documents, return them for processing, et cetera some more csv templates been introduced for better mappings within systems the bulk upload feature has been massively increased so you can bulk upload even more volume which given that they're now focusing in on that erp space in the market is going to be very important for those customers and improve some of the bits and pieces around purchase ordering so they've got detailed line by line po reports for more insights and you can also put some more detail into the processes around how you manage purchase orders in the system, which is a key feature that Lightyear has. So quite an interesting, comprehensive set of updates from the guys there. A lot coming out. There's obviously been a lot of investment that's been put in the development pathway recently, and it's good that we're seeing so much coming out in one go. Pivoting away from what is a comprehensive system down to one that is slightly more straightforward, we've got Okio, 
which was from the Nordic countries coming out to the UK, was once free. We've talked about on the pod before. Uh, they've now got a premium version and they're taking, obviously, some of that funding and bringing it into the development pathway. So they've now released bank rules, so automating a lot of the processes you can do on the bank side and streamlining that whole process, taking it from a manual import or bank feeds and automating it. So if you've got relatively straightforward transactions, you won't need to do much in your account system. Cool. And then something that's slightly different. So Insightly, which is a CRM product that sits within the Zero ecosystem and the QuickBooks ecosystem, amongst others, have announced a whole bunch of new updates as well. So for anyone that's not really used Insightly or not familiar with it, there's actually sort of four core products to what they do. So they've got CRM, they've got marketing, there's a service element, and then what they call App Connect. And they've released features into all of those products, which is which is really interesting. But the key bit is around this App Connect side of things in terms of being able to drive and build more connections with other products that may want to be feeding CRM sales data in and out of and, and vice versa. So there were a ton of updates released. I'm not going to go through all of them in detail, but needless to say, one of the key things that they did is they've improved their service knowledge base. So obviously that's like their help features. And there's some new information around APIs and how you can build off the back of those. And they've got some improvements around ticketing and the management of ticketing within the product. So yeah, that's just touching on, on some of the updates they've got there. But for anyone that's an Insightly user, definitely check those out and have a bit of a deep dive into what they've released. And if you're not an Insightly user, then check them out because it is a good quality CRM that's really useful in the smaller scale financial systems that we're familiar with. I generally find Insightly to be quite a robust CRM. They're not on the, the smaller side. You can get a lot out of it. They're not necessarily cheap, but you can see they're investing a lot of income back into developing the product. It's a very robust product. Hey Ryan, I'd love to talk about one of our cornerstone sponsors, Comma. They're a bulk payments platform built in open banking, which as you know, is my favorite subject. But would you like to fill us in a little bit more about what they do? Yeah, well, I see Comma as a pioneering app in the bank payment space. They're built on the open banking payment rails. They connect to all of the major cloud accounting platforms and most of the high street banks pulling information from one system through into the other one to automate that process gives you visibility of all your payments and with one click bulk and scheduled payment runs and they focus on security and time saving and because it's built on open banking it's a single fixed fee so no matter how much you use it it doesn't increase based on transaction volume. Oh, that's excellent and if anyone is interested in finding out a bit more about comma or even signing up to the platform you can go to their website which is usecomma.com that's u-s-e-c-o-m-m-a.com and you'll find out more about the platform and how to get on board. Comma, who we tend to just update quite regularly on as they build out and roll out their connections to different banks. They have now built into Silicon Valley Bank, and it sounds like they've built quite a robust connection. Not only have they connected into what is a standard open banking portal of a normal bank that they've built into, it looks like Silicon Valley Bank have done a lot from their end to make that a quite robust connection related to this comma have had struggles with other banks where the bank changes how their open banking platform or api connection works the connection to comma will drop there was something recently that happened with natwest and which comma worked very diligently with natwest to restore the connection and make sure it's working in a robust way going forward but the, the highlight here is that the open banking connections the open banking platforms still new so comma are driving the way in this space and you can get an awful lot out of working with a tool such as this but you have to be aware that things will break and be fixed 
on an ongoing basis as the banks build on their technology. So we had some exciting news in the industry this week. Swoop raised 5.4 million in, hang on, you're saying pounds, but I thought it was euros. Don't say anything wrong. I could have mistyped. I could have mistyped Mm -hmm. on that. It's pounds, isn't it? Are you sure? Yeah. I've questioned my amazing ability to copy and paste the link that says it. Let me see it, please. It says it in the fucking link. On the bloody link in the thing. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I went... (laughs) I didn't believe your link. I decided to find my own link as well. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. My bloody bloody head is hurting today. Right, okay. So, big industry news this week with Swoop, who raised £5.4 million in Series A funding. Congratulations to the team at Swoop, who are all very lovely. Big plans to expand internationally with that amount so ratcheting up their efforts and they are trying to expand in North America which is an interesting tactic because America is so vast and it depends on which area you go into and it's quite different in different states in terms of what lending access you can get in the states so wish them the best of luck it can be quite a hard challenge to fulfill as QuickBooks have found with QuickBooks Capital so interesting and can i ask two questions you may i permit you to thank you thank you so there's there's two interesting things here one is we've been told that vc money is drying up particularly for tech businesses in the us and so it's interesting that these guys are raising money here and from other places to get into north america but also do you think they'll be more successful in the us or in canada it's probably easier to go to Canada due to the similarities to the UK but it really depends where they're going to push the investment if they push it all in US and hardly anything to Canada they're probably more more successful in the US. It also depends on their strategy because they've got a direct acquisition strategy at the moment and we can speculate that it might be easier to acquire users in Canada than it would be in America just because of the fractionous nature of the country but the main thing is that all the investments going on small pig related piggy banks that's where I, the money is well i witnessed an outrageous swoop swag grab at the end of the das after party which i am still slightly outraged about who grabbed your swoop swag yeah, who gra- who sw- it wasn't who my swoop swag that got grabbed but uh, i was not party to the giveaway that's all i'm saying oh i'm 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 intrigued now yeah, someone got Can you, is it me? Did I do this? Did Indy do I this? I didn't take anything. I didn't take anything. Don't accuse me. Why don't you say who it is then? Oh, I can't possibly do that. I, I couldn't possibly name and shame <clears throat> Sam Tasker Grimley, who just ripped his hoodie off whilst he was about to jump in a taxi and gave it away willy nilly. And I was like, dude. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Oh, well. Now, I'm, now I'm we need some hoodies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but the main thing is, that this money is being used to prove the concept of what Swoop provides in the UK rather than being used to actually scale up and to try and conquer the whole of Canada. So I, I expect that this is the right sort of time for them to go and test another market. It is a Series A funding round, so. And then Access Group, the big giant that is Access Group, have raised another amount of cash, although I don't know how much they've raised. What I read was that they have raised 
investment at a 9.2 billion valuation, but it hasn't disclosed how much was raised. They have got an incremental facility for over a billion that will be used to support strategic acquisitions. So it's cool to see them stepping up and picking off players as well. That'll be interesting. Like we said, there's going to be a lot of consolidation. So this could be the start of it with Access Group. But I don't know if you guys caught how much the raise was for and what the plans are with that. I didn't see what the raise is for, but my understanding from what they're doing strategically is to buy more cloud products and push into that space. A lot of their products historically have been desktop and server-based, so they're going more down the cloud route and they'll look for strategic ones that link into either their existing cloud products or new ones that align closely with that. Yeah, and... Then the other one, Kodak, raised $100 million on a Series C valuation. So Kodak, for most of you don't know, is a technology that supports the connectivity between different platforms, mainly used for different types of SaaS payments and lending businesses. And it just makes it easier for them to get access to the data as well. So they've raised a whole host more cash because they want to build more integrations and continue to build the number of APIs in different markets that have the same sorts of challenges. So it's great. And then the other one was Request, who raised $5.5 million in seed funding. Request Finances has been set up to simplify salaries, payments, and billing in crypto for Web3 teams. Exciting. I I don't know if you guys are keeping an eye on the crypto scene. I'm keeping an eye on Request Finance. It's probably one of the most interesting and exciting products in the crypto space, particularly for businesses and definitely of interest for accountants to keep an eye on. Got some really good integrations with some good products as well. So when we're talking about open banking payments being the future, maybe maybe this has already been usurped by crypto payments. But as it happens, I'm going to be talking about Web 3.0 and crypto payments in a couple of weeks at an event in Manchester. So there you go. Lovely. And then one final one I caught yesterday was Alica Bank has raised 55 million in additional funding, which was led by the British Business Bank subsidiary. So they have got a fresh round that has built on their last round that we spoke about on this podcast. And they've got some big plans to guzzle up more in the SME lending space. That's what they said. They're guzzling up the lending space. It's, it's not my words, okay? It was in the article. Stop laughing. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guzzle. <laughs> Indy tries to bring the word guzzle into every blooming pod. And she ends up editing them out guzzle. every time. <laughs> I've never said the word guzzle before. Is it a oh. bloody odd? Stop it. <laughs> given, given, given the theme of Ryan's most recent Tim post, it seems like he's driving a gas guzzler. Ah, nice. Nice Jeez. link there. Nice link. Yeah, lovely. John, I have just one thing to say, though, that open banking, apparently in money 2020, open banking is still kind of interesting, but they're saying the movement now is all towards embedded finance and they're expecting embedded finance to be the main topic of conversation for the next two years actually yeah i'd I'd completely agree with that the great thing about embedded finance is that it's essentially powered by open banking it's just integral part and it's part of this movement from 
this generic phrase of using open banking to an even more generic phrase of open finance, where we're going to start connecting more and more financial services into the pot. There's still quite a lot of challenges, both here in the UK and in other territories around making sure that the legislation keeps up with the technology and the, the, the legislation is not holding back innovation. We touched on it before with the issues with comma occasionally when some of the banks are changing some of their underlying processes and systems that that causes them a problem and then they have to go through a process of revalidating API connections. And, and you know what? The only reason I said it is because I'm just looking forward to you changing your topic theme from open banking to embedded finance. It works for me. So thanks a lot. And yeah, I just thought, yeah, that just supports the new Eric smooth. That's what, uh, that's <laughs> no. what I thought this might be. It's new, a very, new, very subtle marketing ploy. And new we're not chief of staff day, getting embedded you know, finance in um, every conversation yeah. that we talk about now. <laughs> as long as the only thing that we're embedding is finance, that's all that matters. <laughs> Did you burn yourself? Me or Ryan? I know, I know. Okay, so hopefully you found that insightful. Some great updates there from the market and what's going on. And uh, as ever, please reach out to us. Let us know if you've got any comments, any questions, anything you'd like us to cover in the future. We're available on all major platforms. Reach out to us on LinkedIn and on the website and things. And uh, we look forward to getting another episode out in the future. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You should be like, thanks for tuning in. My name's John Toon. I'm <laughs> with you all evening. Hilarious, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to take over Newcastle United. Yeah. He didn't get that one. I got it. <laughs> she didn't get it. Watched her. She's wearing the kit now. I'm wearing blue and white. Black. You're wearing black. No. John's wearing blue. You're wearing you black. Are you wearing a black bra? Black. Yes. Well, and that is black. not your concern. I can Thank see you very bra. much. I well, you don't. Bra. Don't ask me about my bra colour, okay? Do not ask me about my lingerie. According to you, you were only wearing a bra anyway because you weren't wearing anything anything else. Yeah, January all over the seat. Charming.